Well, hey there, I'm Melanie Peterson, the host of Mask of Sanity. Buckle up, my friends, and come on a journey with me as I take you through the cases of some of the world's most notorious killers and root for the brave men and women who brought them to justice. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and hear all about the calculated madness of some of the world's most brutal killers who hid behind the Mask of Sanity. Don't forget to follow Mask of Sanity on all social media to stay up to date on each week's episode. Until next time, stay safe, friends. You are listening to Weird Distractions Podcast, a podcast we tell you stories of true crime, conspiracy theories, paranormal stories, and to be honest, just kind of a weird bag of shit. (laughs) I'm your host, Alex. And Christy. And this week, we have an extra special guest, Emily. Hello, 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 hello. (laughs) (laughs) And Emily is someone that we've known for quite a while now, like five years? I feel like we like more. We all met at the rodeo. We all met at the rodeo. Yeah. <laughs> which, is, which is very like a gray Bruce way of meeting people. <laughs> so Emily is well, you're a social worker. Yeah. And you're out also a local photographer. So yes. do you want to tell our listeners a little bit about your photography? Just because I feel like that's maybe where your passion. Is. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair to say. Um, so I own a small, a little small business here in Gray Bruce. Um, I started it about a year and a half ago, um, and it kind of just kick-started from there, and it's just me, and I've kind of started to add to my team a little bit, but um, yeah. That's awesome. It's exciting. And now when, <laughs> it was kind of funny, because you've reached out and you're like, oh my gosh, like, made comments about the episodes and everything like that. So when you reached out, you're like, yeah, we should, like, get together and talk about some spooky shit. I was like, yes, this yeah. is awesome. Let's do it. Because <laughs> to be honest, like, there's not a heck of a lot of haunted stuff in this area. So to yeah. have someone who also lives in the area that's like, yeah, let's let's, let's dive in a little bit more about that. That's huge. Yeah, and I, I feel like I'm, like, a really weird kind of person that's into spooky stuff because... <laughs> I'm a weird person. I am well, I'm a weird person <laughs> yeah. in general. Yeah, exactly. But I, I, um, I'm like such a chicken shit at the same time. Like I love it, but like I watched Insidious before Halloween, and like oh. I didn't sleep for like two days. Oh. But I love it. Like I can't. And then like murder podcasts and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Like with both of my jobs, I'm commuting constantly. Right. So um, I'm always listening to pretty much everything. But yeah, and your podcast too. Oh, thank you. I was gonna ask you what other podcast would you recommend to our listeners to um I really really liked any of the serial ones they were really oh, good yes. I'm more of like a I really like the series based ones that really right. loop me in all the Dr. Death ones were good Those, yeah that was a really good that one. was a really good one um oh there's one and it's I think it's like I like fiction podcasts too like scary fiction okay. podcasts and what's it called uh oh radio rental it's by it's really good it's by the same guy that did um up and vanished oh okay yeah actually dwight from the office hosts it stop yeah it's super good it's so good yeah oh my goodness yeah that's awesome well could you maybe start us off in terms of what your need for a distraction is this week Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we just talked about this before yeah. we started recording. We're all I feel like, like just oh. every, just life in general, like, I just feel like 2020 has been such a mess. Right. Um, I was actually, okay, so shout out to Jeff, because the last podcast I was on, I didn't <laughs> shout out to him, and he was 
livid. Um, <laughs> we were supposed to get married in September, so I feel, yeah. So, and we had actually had our stag and doe, like, it was like March or something. It was yeah. three it was days before it shut down. <laughs> it was insane. I remember like Tanner and I had tickets, and I was like, I don't know, like everything. Do we go? Do we not go? Like, that's what I asked myself that question. I'm like, oh. do we cancel this? Do we not? Get-? It was horrible. So 2020 has just been a hard year in general, it and is. I feel like you work in the social work field, so I yeah. feel like anyone with any sort of trauma or anything, it is like a particularly difficult year because it's just constantly. You don't know what's happening. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Christy, what about you? What's your need for a distraction this week? Um, I'm going to dive in as my usual. It's always work. <laughs> it's always fucking work. Because all I do is work. I think this week when this comes out, I'm on like a stretch of like 10 days or more. Oh. And I'm just distracting from that because I know That's it's going to be a long stretch. week. That's a long Of like stretch. call and sleepovers at different places where I work. Yeah. Well, some of the other episodes I've listened to, you work like I think the one time you were like, I work like twenty eight days a month. Really? I was like, well, I work every day in July, and I was like, oh, I want to die. I, I feel that I feel because like for me, I do so I do the social work, yeah. and that's thirty five hours a week, and then I do shoots. So sometimes like I'll book myself like fifteen days in a row doing shoots, and I'm like, Holy why shit. did I do this to myself? I always tell I myself, I'm like. It's a paycheck, it's a paycheck, it's a paycheck. And at the end, I'm like, sometimes it's not worth it, though. That money is addicting. (laughs) It is. And I'm going to have to say that's my reason for distraction is because we're getting into, like, the really expensive part of the year Mm -hmm. where Mm -hmm. we have Mm -hmm. Christmas. I've got people's, like, close family members and friends' birthdays Mm -hmm. coming up. Work dues. Work dues. Well, I don't pay dues because I'm not registered with the college. (sighs) So life's good in that way, but... (laughs) It also kind of sucks because it means I can't make any more mu- much more money than what I'm making now, so that's kind of a bummer. Mm-hmm. But just overall, and plus, I find with the winter months too, like there's just more spending habits because you're bored. Mm-hmm. So I really oh. need to like hide my credit cards, especially like if I'm not doing Christmas shopping or birthday shopping for other people. Because I don't need another pair of fucking yoga pants. I know. But you always need yoga pants. I know. I have so They're many. a staple. They're a staple. I, um, I don't keep my credit cards in my wallet. Oh, that's so smart. Yeah, where do I you, don't. Where do you hide them? I put them... What's your um, secret? <laughs> I can't tell you where. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. I, I literally just keep them... It's a twofold because Fair I keep enough. them on my desk. Okay. But then, like, if I'm bored, I'm online shopping. <laughs> it's like, so is it better computer. in my wallet or is it worse in my wallet? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's a new strategy I'm trying. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> so, so, for this episode, obviously, if you've read the title, we are talking about spirit photography. Because, obviously, we had to talk about something photography-related. Because yeah. you're here. Yeah. So, like, why not? Um, so, we're going to take things all the way back to 1860. Remember that time? Remember 1860? Wow, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> just, 1860. You know, it just felt like yesterday. <laughs> it was alive and well. Yeah. Alive and well. Um, we're going to chat about a particular ma- man by the name of William H. Mumler. So, Mumler was born sometime in 1832. Don't know his exact birth date, so I can't provide you what his zodiac <laughs> sign is, which drives me so far really? up the phone. So far up You live for signs. You do. I live for signs. <laughs> And that's the thing, like, I'll just name drop it, like, oh yeah, he's a Leo. Anyway, so he killed a bunch of people, and that's it. And everyone's probably just like, okay, but, like, why do you need to include yeah. it? I just, I need you. You need it. I need it. December 22nd, what am I? I think you're a Sagittarius. Capricorn. What? Yep. Oh my gosh, we're Leader of the Capricorn. 
Yeah, you're like right at the beginning. The first day. I'm like at the no. Well, there's a new sign now too, right? Oh, don't that kind of okay? I won't. No, no, no. (laughs) Go there. No, I refuse to take on the new signs. I've already devoted my life. I know. I agree. I completely agree with that. Oh gosh. So, um, Mumler was. Once again, born in 1832, and prior to taking his shot in photography, he was known as a jeweler engraver in Boston. Hmm. So, Boston. just like UM, he picked up a camera and found his passion that he just couldn't hold back on. I get it. I so, it. Things took a supernatural turn, though, one day when Mumler was developing a photo he had taken and noticed that his cousin was in the background of the photo. Oh. Which would be cool and fine, dandy, whatever. But his cousin died 12 years ago. Yeah. Or 12 years past that. Not 12 years ago today. <laughs> I, I don't even know what I would do. Sometimes when I'm taking photos, like, I'll ask people because, like, I, I did this one photo shoot. It was a newborn baby. And there kept appearing a rainbow. Stop. In the corner. Stop. So I actually, and, like, I'm like, you're probably going to think this is weird. But. But. Did, like, do you have anyone that, like, because I, ne- I get rainbows sometimes, but, like, double rainbow in every single photo. Weird, right? What did they say? They they were like, I don't know who it could be. And I was like, oh, like, I just, I was wondering if it was like a grandparent oh. or, right? It was cool though. You just couldn't get rid of it. No, it was there. So every photo. Oh, yep. Sorry. No, it's totally fine. Because <laughs> actually, we're going to tie into that because I feel like that could be some medium presence. Yeah, right? Mm. <laughs> um, so, it's cousin, this cousin showed up in the selfie. The, the cousin had been dead for 12 years. Things are kind of like, uh, what the, what, like, what's going on? Um, but Mumler had discovered he could imitate what appeared to be a picture of a real-life human, or a past one, um, with someone from beyond the grave. So, essentially, and Emily, you can totally correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm literally going off Wikipedia, (laughs) but... Wiki, all the way. (laughs) Wiki, all the way. This could be done by what's referred to as double exposure. So, essentially, it's similar to multiple exposure, but when the superimposition of two or more exposures or light, um, it, you know, it kind of creates a similar image. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he was like playing around with his camera and this happened or if it just kind of happened and then he like realized... He's, he's wondering if it was himself, yeah. like he got a double of himself. Yeah. yeah, but like to him it looked like his cousin. I feel like in 1870, 1830, 1830, or 18, people, people something, 18-something, that the cameras would not be that. No. To, uh, yeah. But it didn't take long, obviously, for word to come out about Mumler and his photography, right? Sure. Between the spirit photography and his wife, Hannah... Also representing herself as a famous healing medium, the two would create a whole new avenue of business. So essentially, Mumler was like, well, William would be like, hey, I'm gonna, I can take a picture of you and your dead relative. And Hannah would come in and be like, let's talk to them beyond the grave. Oh, that's smart. Like that's a, a good business. Right? That's a whole lot of money. <gasps> right? Mm, I might partner up with <laughs> That's smart. So the Mumlers would hustle in Boston before moving to New York City, where all dreams come true, uh, to expand the business more. Now, of course, with any kind of new business, I feel like there's always some skepticism or there's some kind of hesitation from somebody, right? Mm -hmm. So there were skeptics shortly after the move to NYC, um, where photography experts reportedly took their turns to try to debunk Mumler. However, none of them were successful. 
So he's proven himself pretty... Okay, they couldn't debunk him. Yeah, pretty, he's legit. pretty legit. legit. Yeah. So just like in Boston, though, the Mumblers were getting a lot of business in NYC, especially around the time of the Civil War, which was from 1861 to 1865. And yes, I had to Google it because I always forget because yeah. we don't learn about it here in Canada. Yeah, we I'm don't. Sorry. No. All of our... Like art history. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, art history is not great either. No, like... but we don't learn about it very no. well. Yeah. Oh, God, no. no. <laughs> so, the Mumblers took pride that they could connect individuals with their recently deceased ones, i.e. from the war, for example, via photography and supernatural contact. So, essentially, the Mumblers were offering bereavement services to newly grieving people who were trying to find one last thing to hold on to. What do you guys think of that? Because I, I have some thoughts. I, well, I smell conspiracy. Um, I'm a bit of a skeptic myself, but I mean. I, when it comes to grieving or bereavement services, I'm always, because everyone grieves differently, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And so I feel like if you're making a profit off of it. It always smells fishy. It's, yeah. It doesn't smell great. I can tell you that for free. It's, it's not, it's not smelling great. Because at the end of the day, especially, well, we'll get to it, but if it's not legit, you're kind of putting false hope into people, right? And this was in the 1800s? Yeah, this was in the 1800s. Wow. So, like, 1860s, to be exact. Wow. People are savage nowadays, and it's worse back then, seems like. I know. Yeah. I feel like as humans, we're just, we're born savage. I like, know. We're just... Capitalism just seething. Through. Yeah, it's just, like, in our DNA. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. I okay. Know. One of these people, sorry, my voice is just cracking. Um, one of these people was that of Mary Todd Lincoln. Do we know her? Does that ring a bell to anyone? No, no. Should the I? wife of Abraham Lincoln. Oh! Make sheet now. Who the fuck is she? Oh, I'd say, oh, right. right. <laughs> should have opened with that. I probably should. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All her men. So I think, like, we have 60% American listeners are all really? probably like, fuck this shit. That- <laughs> yeah. Stupid Canadians. We know who Abe Lincoln is, we swear. We promise. We promise. So, Mumler took a photo of Mary in which you can see what appears to be a tall man standing behind her with his hands on her shoulders, showing resemblance to Abe. So, like, I've seen the photo. It looks like, it looks like Abe. Like, it's what? like, and like, he... I haven't seen another human being that looks like Abe Lincoln like Abe Lincoln. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I feel like you can't just... Make that up. Make that yeah. shit up, right? But what's weird... Photoshop in 1800s would not be good, <laughs> <No>. either. <laughs> Take 10 years for the computer set up. So we would have paint back then. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, allegedly, this is where things get fishy. Allegedly, Mueller didn't recognize Mary, which I'm like, how do you not recognize the president's wife? Mm-hmm. But apparently he didn't recognize Mary uh, when she came in for the fo- came in for the photo in 1869 until after it was taken because she went by a different name. She went by Mrs. Lindell, okay. which I think was her maiden name. Okay. Oh. Lee agrees. <laughs> <laughs> Apologize for the cat in the background. So the image has since been dismissed as phony due to double exposure later on, but at the time it was considered legit, okay. like too legit to quit. Okay. Everyone was losing their shit over this photo. They're okay. like, holy crap, the president's come back. He's in this photo. Oh my gosh. Like, 
people were losing their minds. Okay. So if this is fake, they're, like, really good at doing it because no one can debunk them. Well, and it's also 1860s, something. Like, or, yeah, 1860s, something. Like. It would be hard. Like, It'd be so hard. Now it'd be, like, you can tell when a photo is. Oh, my gosh. Touched up even the slightest even the now. Even the slightest. Like, in, like, three seconds. Yeah. Back then? Hmm? So, okay. Sidebar. How, how much time would you say it takes to edit a photo? Like, even if just, like, the slightest edit. Oh, it it really it really depends, but like I like if the lighting conditions are right, it doesn't take like right. It doesn't take long. It just really depends on like the tweaks that need to happen, and right. it so like but like so in my terms, I like I'll batch edit. Oh, okay. So I'll I'll edit one to like perfection, and then I can sync all the ones that are similar oh, lighting. Okay. So like that first photo that you're tweaking just right, that would five minutes. Oh shit! Okay, right. So definitely in eighteen sixty, probably took ten years. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, back then they're all. I'm assuming black and white. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. There ain't no color. It's just black and white. Yeah. Okay. So some didn't think that this photo obviously was legit. Like there were people that were like very much like hyping this shit up, mm-hmm. like kind of staying behind Mumler and be like, "Oh shit! Like this is real." He's like, "Yeah." He, you know, he's magic. Yeah. Whereas, you know, there was obviously still some skeptics. Um, including a man by the name of Phineas Barnum, which is just a really great name. It is. That is a I great really name. I love that name. Uh, Phineas. Alex has a baby called uh, it Phineas. Phineas. <laughs> well, then I have to have another one called Fur. Yeah. <laughs> you can't have a Phineas without a Fur. It's true. You're it's right. It's so true. Uh, so Phineas Barnum kind of thought that Mumler was taking advantage of people who were grieving, which kind of goes back to what we were saying. Like, it's right. kind of like that sketchy, like, something's not smelling right here. Mm-hmm. So Phineas wasn't the only one who accused Mumler of this, and rumors started swirling around that Mumler was going around stealing photos of deceased relatives then to use it in his work through double exposure. Oh. But some of the photos Mumler was stealing were of not always dead people. Because back then, I feel like people would get photos taken of their deceased relatives. Like, you see old-timey photos of literally people in caskets. Yeah. And that was just, that was normal. Nowadays, ew. You wouldn't see that. No, no. No, 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 we don't. Yeah, that is not a photography trend. (laughs) No. Absolutely not, no. There's one thing you take away from this episode. Don't take pictures of dead people. Don't do it, no. But what Mumler wasn't realizing was that when he was going through people's houses, allegedly, he was taking pictures of living people still. So then when people would come in and be like, oh, I want a picture, and, like, I hope my, you know, this person comes in, and then a living person would come in, they'd be like, that's... Yeah, then they're like, what the hell? Not checking yeah. out Mumler. Exactly. So eventually, uh, he was charged for fraud in 1869, so shortly after the Abe Lincoln incident, Mary Lincoln incident. Mm-hmm. Um, he would be acquitted, though, because the prosecu- prosecution couldn't actually prove that Mumler's photos were all fake. So, essentially, he had all these photographs, and they couldn't pinpoint which ones were fake and which ones were real. Hmm. So, they're like, okay, we're just going to have to throw all of this out. Even though Phineas was like, no, this man's a fucking phony. Like, he needs to be stopped. Mm-hmm. But they, even with one person or multiple people accusing him, and, you know, knowing what they knew at that point of double exposure, they still couldn't catch him in for everything. Like, debunk it. Yeah. Exactly. 
So he was actually like allegedly going into houses and stealing all these photos, just being super like creepy. taking photos of he people, was, yeah. waiting for them to die, essentially. Like, pretty much. Yeah. That's so sketchy. Oh, that is sketchy. Yeah. Which like e. not taking a, <laughs> taking a turn, <laughs> taking a turn for not the greatest. Like I'm in your house and like taking pictures when you're sleeping. Oh, I'm yeah. oh, 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 no. that that podcast I was talking about. Um, Radio, not radio rental. There's a different one, but anyways, they talk about that. There's an episode on that where people come in and like take, take pictures. Yeah, I absolutely fucking hate That's that. That's terrifying. I fucking hate that. It's I, very scary. We so we stayed away last night, and honestly, I had such a hard time falling asleep. Even though like the door was locked, I'm like, what if someone comes in? Yes. There's a deadlock on the door. If we went to bed, I was like, were you staying somewhere haunted? Oh yeah. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. yeah. It'll be. It'll be featured on a Patreon episode probably cool. next year, but oh. like, yeah. So check out the Beck House in Penetanguishine. Oh I said it right God. for the first time today, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, it was supposedly haunted. But I'm just, I'm more fearful for more fearful. I think of the living than the dead because of shit like that. Because he, real living humans do weirder shit than dead people do. Think about it that way. Yeah, I guess that's true. Right? Yeah. Like, this mumbler guy was going around taking photos of people's houses, and it's like, and him and his wife, Hannah, were offering bereavement services at the same time. It's like, no dead person's going to do that. They might Um, knock over your glasses, but like... And haunt you for life, but they're not (laughs) going to scam you. Yeah, they're not going to scam you and give you a false hope, but yeah. No. So, unfortunately, Mumler's spirit photography career was pretty hindered after that, and he would continue regular regular photography until his death in 1884. Mm-hmm. So, even though Mumler was gone, spirit photography obviously wasn't over yet. Mm-hmm. So, according to a BBC article by Howard Timberlake, and no, I don't think he's related to Justin, because I tried to look and I couldn't find a connection, <laughs> because... I go down so many deep holes, guys. Yeah. <laughs> we were sad. We heard that last name, and we're like, oh, I know. And then yeah. we link it, and we're like, who? Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Someone of importance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's this person called, or was called, Sybil, Sybil Corbett, and it's S-Y-B-E-L-L. So if I'm pronouncing it wrong, I'm sorry. <laughs> I still can't read. Uh, Sybil Corbett was taking a photograph of the library at Combermere Abbey in Cheshire, England, sometime in 1891, which just sounds so fancy. It does sound fancy. Uh, Sybil didn't realize it, but they had captured what appeared to be a faint outline of a man's head, collar, and right arm in a chair within the library. Some have suspected that this is the apparition of Lord Combermere. Hmm. Here's where things get weird. Combermere had passed away prior to the photo being taken due to a riding accident and was actually in the process of being buried when the photo was taken. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah, that took a really weird turn. <laughs> when I read it, I was like, wait, what? Wait, he was what? Taking, what was he doing? He was, what? That's terrifying. Yep. Interesting. So it is said to be the ghost of Lord Combermere, uh, essentially, and back then, the exposure time for photos took roughly an hour. Okay. I was actually wondering that. Like, okay. I was wondering like how what the process was, yeah. This led se- skeptics to believe that Sybil had taken the photo themselves in the chair. Mm-hmm. Like, they had sat in the chair, took a selfie, I guess, and, like, did kind of a weird thing. Okay. But yeah. I don't think they looked like Lord Combermere. Right, yeah. So, it, and not only that, too, but... Uh, most of the household staff were at the funeral during the time of the f- photograph, so no one could dismiss it or confirm it. Hmm. Interesting. 
Yeah, so that's kind of like a really brief history of spirit photography. Yeah, Because yeah. there was so many other different avenues you can go down. And kind of essentially, a lot of them are the same in the sense of there's someone who claims they can take, you know, pictures of ghosts. Yeah. And then they get debunked. I feel like then would have been much uh, easier or harder. Like, now would be so easy to, like, do anything like that. But I feel like then, if I saw, like, a shadow in the background, like, that's totally different, right? Yeah. I feel like it's easier to do it now, but it'd be harder to debunk it back then. Totally. Well, yeah, because you don't have that technology and that, you know, the same equipment, right? Like, now we have, what, how many different kinds of Photoshops? Yeah. You have free apps. You have, like, things like Instagram where you can literally... Anything. anything. You can do anything. Anything. Like, like with photos now, yeah. Even with um, the app and website we use to do our logo and everything, Canva, like, you could do so much. Yeah. It. It's insane. Yeah. So, speaking of kind of present things, we're going to chat a little bit more about what how spirit photography kind of works now. So, one notable difference is that cell phone cameras tend to take photos in stages similar to a scanner which according to a BBC article is a slower process, especially in darker areas where the mm. sensors need more time to record enough of picture information. This is referred to as image aliasing. What did I write? Image aliasing? I'm going to say analyzing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I put. I'm pretty sure I copied and pasted that, but that does not look like a real word. A- A-L-I-A-S-I-N-G. Where is I think that's a real word. How do you say it? I don't know how to say it, but I've definitely, like, been in, I've, like, I learned it in school. Okay. Because I do with, like, the whole, like, changing, like, this, like, the x-rays to, like, yeah. on a piece of paper. Oh, okay. okay. But I don't know how to pronounce it. I don't remember how to. Okay. There's someone screaming in their car right now at us. Yeah. Like, yes. Fucking yes. Please send our... No, but that's true, because if, have you tried to take, like, a photo with, like, your iPhone in, like with the flash off yeah. it'll take like four seconds it, it does it'll go longer. like hold still for four seconds like now they're getting like better right with that kind of stuff but if you hold it because it, it's the same with like taking a photo with your like my dslr right is the like the faster the shutter speed and that kind of thing like if you have a fast faster shutter speed you can move it or like i could if i had it on 8000 i could move it around and like right. you'd still capture the picture but you can like turn it down so that it takes like 5 minutes to take a photo right right so that's a long time i know it was time. just like night photography like stars mm-hmm. and stuff oh wow yeah it's cool jesus so <clears throat> this is what happens essentially when you take a picture of someone moving and it's blurry as hell that's kind right. of the gist of it. Uh, we also have a lot more photography editing options, mm-hmm. making it hard for people to decipher what is an actual spirit photo and what is simply made through Photoshop. That would be impossible. So one thing in particular that I always find interesting, and I feel like this kind of can go into Creepypasta. Have you ever heard of that? No. Okay, so Creepypasta is like a website where people essentially submit horror, like made up horror stories. Oh, okay. So, did you ever hear Slenderman? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's so scary. That's where Slenderman <laughs> came from, essentially. But there is this another one. Oh my gosh, what was it? What was it called? That's actually kind of relieving to me that it's a fiction. Oh, it's, it's totally fiction. <laughs> totally fiction, but. But the thing is, literally, when I go to the bathroom at night and I look out the window, I'm like, please, 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 don't see anything. Don't because I have like all tall trees on my back. And, like he would be the perfect scene for Slenderman. Please don't let Slenderman be in my bathroom. <laughs> I don't even look. I don't even look. I'm just like, just go. Don't look. Just go. 
But there was one, I forget, I think its name was like Bobo or something, but it was essentially of this woman, and it was actually a sculpture, but uh, its eyes were like so like spread open or momo it was momo momo i know oh, what you're talking yes. about that photo that like went around Ugh. yes not good momo thing it was just it was scary but there's things like that where nowadays like we can have don't mind us for part little, little, little um, AMS, amsr yes asmr asmr yeah that's it but we have <laughs> That, that kind of, those kind of photos out there, which really can amp up people thinking, oh my God, this is totally real, mm-hmm. right? Which is a whole different field of folklore, I feel, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, there's also another phenomenon regarding what I'm going to kind of mesh into spirit photography away from Momo and Slenderman, which is Ooh. orbs. Oh, yes. So, yes. which is also known as backscatter, which I prefer orbs because backscatter just sounds really... <sighs> It just, don't like I it. Don't eh? like it. No, I don't like it. It leaves a bad it. taste in your mouth. It leaves a bad taste in my mouth. <laughs> Not here for it. But according to Wiki, backscatter or near camera reflection is an optical phenomena which creates usually a circular artifact on an image due to the flash being reflected by an unfocused motes of mm-hmm. dust, water droplets, or other particles in the air. Fancy. So, as I don't know if you watch Ghost Adventures or any ghost shows, yeah. but as we probably all know, and the listeners probably all know, this is huge in terms of anytime there is like a little speck of what I'm going to refer to kind of looks like dust, but yeah, people will lose their ever-loving yeah. minds because they're like, oh my gosh, an orb, it's a spirit. Because yeah. a lot of people coin these things to be actual spirits moving in and out. Yes, so, and that kind of goes back to the rainbow thing, yeah. because sometimes I'll take a photo too, and like a, like a sun flare, so if you, if you're taking a photo facing the sun, there'll be like a mark somewhere yes. on your lens, and sometimes I see it, and it's just like positioned ever so slightly like above a baby's head, or something like that, and I'm like, right. man, like, what is that, what is yeah. that, that's cool, right, like, and it, Sometimes it'll be just so different than what it typically will be. Exactly. Like I said, when I saw that rainbow one, I was like, I'm reaching out to them, and they might think I'm, like, a freak, but I don't care. Like, I need to know, because that's just, but it was too weird. It kind of reminds me, <clears throat> excuse me, also, though, when people say, like, you always see a red cardinal, and that, rep- like, mm-hmm. if you see a red mm-hmm. cardinal, represents someone, like, from the, from the other mm-hmm. side yeah. who visit you. I think we, in whatever way we're brought up, what have you, we're meant to look at those things and try and connect them to some feeling mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. then it makes it normal mm-hmm. and it makes it special. Yeah. Right. That's true. Yeah. When it comes to orbs, I think a lot of people think that, okay, so, you know, maybe ghosts aren't just always either shadow figures yeah. or like full body apparitions. Maybe the way that they manifest kind of similar to how we think of vampires. Like mm-hmm. there's the typical vampire, but then they also go into bats. Well, ghosts can be full body apparitions that also then become dots, dots, dots. Yeah, <laughs> dots, dots. You know, dots. Not so special anymore. And it's lost all of its specialness. <laughs> so, in a lot of ghost shows, investigators get super hyped when they see orbs, and a lot of times they try to debunk it by making sure it's not dust, pollen, insects, or whatever. Right. Yeah. Which I do have to say, I know sometimes. 
like with the podcast I listen to or just in general, a lot of people bash on Ghost Adventures. Like we reference Ghost Adventures a lot. Like mm-hmm. and I will say it's not for everybody. Zach Baggins is his own kind of person. person. Um but I will say Ghost Adventures I feel like does a really good job as a show to try to debunk their orbs. There's other there's been other ones like low budget ones, which were also low budget, but whatever. <laughs> But there's other ones where you can tell they're like, oh, it's an orb, and it's like, it kind of looks like a mosquito. Yeah. I, you know? It, like you said, like a speck of dust. Like, that, when it catches a camera the wrong way, right? Yeah. yeah. Or even the ones that look like they start, like, somewhere and then, like, zip over to a random place. You I was going to say, mean? when, so I also, um, like, I'm a little bit, like, like spiritual, like yes. into like I, I don't know if you guys know who Mystic Michaela is, but I'm like obsessed with her. So she's like a celebrity aura reader. Ooh, I actually okay. just got my aura read by her. <gasps> but she, on she has this like Facebook page, and people are always sharing like videos of like orbs and stuff. Right. And it's the ones that have the weird movement that you're like, that yeah. is that is not from here. Yeah. That's from somewhere else. That's not. That's, that's not, not a right. fly. That's not a speck of dust. Like when you know when they're like zigzag and you're like that's or there's been a couple episodes of like ghost adventures where the orb will like move really quick and land on someone and then all of a sudden a couple minutes later that person is like deathly ill like they feel like ill or cold whatever and it's always on ghost adventures it's always aaron bless his heart like this poor guy gets like shafted for everything possessed always possessed always um even though like a lot of paranormal investigators like, kind of hold on tight to orbs, I feel like there's also a lot that have kind of, like, debunked it. They're like, it's not, it's nothing, sp- like, paranormal. It has nothing. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's, it goes back to, you know, some people believe it's real, some people believe it's yeah. not. Yeah, yeah. Choose your own adventure. Exactly. Right? I, yeah, it, it, I guess that's a big debate in this kind of stuff, right? Like, the oh, paranormal, yeah. like, because you, you guys do, like, murders and stuff, too, which is obviously, mm-hmm. like, but then, like, the paranormal, it's a really personal... Well, even conspiracy theories. Like, yeah. there's been a couple that we've covered, and I'm like, I don't know if I believe I don't know if I buy it. There's a lot of the conspiracies, I'm like, nah. No. Christy's, like, the, <laughs> the very, like, realist. I'm okay. like, the, I'm like the, well, maybe it's real. I'm like, no, it's not. Maybe it's real. Wait, we'll go to, like, a really haunted place, and I'm like... Christy, do you feel the atmosphere? And she's like, no, it's fucking warm in here. No, it's fine. I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, well, when... Okay, I don't mean to creep you out, but when I was a kid, I saw a ghost. (gasps) And I used to scare the shit out of... So... My old babysitter, she told she I saw her the other day, and she's like, "You were the weirdest fucking kid." And I was like, "Oh no!" And she's like, "I would literally be babysitting you in your old farmhouse." And my friends just moved in there, so hopefully they're not listening to this. But um, my grandparents' farmhouse, and it was right after my great grandma Emily, who I'm named after, died. Okay. Okay. And um, I would always be like, "Who's the?" Terrifying. Oh, no. I don't know. Person I laugh. Person. I laugh, and I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> I would literally be like, "Who?" Welcome uh, to our show. We laugh all the time during, like, the most the uneasy conversations. Ever. Oh, it reminds me of a border story, but I'll tell that after. Okay. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I used to be like, oh, who's that lady sitting in the rocking chair? And, like, my babysitter was, like, 14 at the time, and she's like, can you just not? Can you please not? Because I was, like, three. Um, I don't see ghosts anymore. Because if I... D- I'm a chicken shit, like I said. Yeah. Love spooky shit, but I'm also like, Ugh. So if I saw dead people... Yeah. I feel like a lot of times, too, there is that kind of statement, not statement, but there's this kind of notion that 
as children, we're more susceptible to see paranormal things because mm-hmm. our imagination is it's a lot so more. Vivid, yeah. And dogs and cats. And exactly. Yeah. But when you have to pay bills and student loans, and you know you have to drive to work for God knows how long every single day of the week, you, your imagination kind of goes to shit. Yeah. So like we also lived in a haunted house. Okay. This one's also scary. So I was right after my parents got divorced. We lived in this like farm rental house, not right. the same one, different one. Okay. Oh. Guys, right. <laughs> follow you. I don't, yeah, they do. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Watch the audio. Be all like, <laughs> the entire someone like talk. whispering like Emily. <laughs> it's been so long. <laughs> probably. <laughs> so I hope not though. He'll probably be Slender Man. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's just outside. Of the no, he's, no, it's yeah, fine. It's it. fine. <laughs> So, this is actually terrifying, and, like, you might even, like, every time I tell the story, they're, like, people, like, chill. So, we live in this farmhouse. I don't remember any paranormal activity when I was a kid. Right. But, so my mom swears this one night, um, she could hear kids playing Estigotigo. So, she thinks, so she thinks me and my brother, um, so she goes to my room, she can still hear it, like, the kids playing it. This is terrifying. Anyways, she hears the kids playing it. I'm sleeping. Not making a peep. So she goes in my brother's room. Not. And then on the other side of my brother's room, there was this, like, cold cellar room. Like, no. you know how, like, in farmhouse, you, like, go into a door, and then you yeah. go into another door, and you go into another door. So yes. anyways, there's a door past my brother's room. Right. And she can, like, she's pressing her ear up, and she can hear these kids playing STOTGO, and she's like, what the fuck? Like, whatever. I'm going to bed. <laughs> so she goes to bed. So she asks the farmer, like... Anything weird happened around here? Three fucking kids drowned in the pond like 50 years before that. What? Isn't that crazy? Absolutely. Anyway, so we moved out of the farmhouse. <laughs> so we know about <laughs> the next day. <laughs> no, but yeah, she, she tells me that story and I'm like, that is insane. She's like, I swear it's true. I wasn't on drugs. I promise. <laughs> like, it's real. So, yeah. So, like, a little bit of paranormal stuff. Maybe that's why it freaks me out so much. Well, yeah, and I feel like anytime you have any kind of, any kind of experience and depending on how that experience went, it kind of leaves a little bit of a scar in the sense of like, you always, you're interested in it, but you never want to pick at it too much. Mm -hmm. Because if you pick at it too much, it's just going to... You're going to paranoid yourself more. You're, yeah, you're going to have a heart attack. So, yeah, and, like, you know. you'll, you'll, like, listen to these. I'll always listen to these, like, murder podcasts and stuff, and then, like, at night all the lights are off, and I'm, like, running to the other end of oh, the yeah. hall so I don't have to, like, be in the dark alone. <laughs> oh, and yeah. I'm like, why do I put myself through this? But I love it. I literally... <laughs> oh, but I love it so much. I live for it. But, I live for it. But I think it's the same thing, too, in the sense of I think if you aren't aware of any kind of dangerous things that could happen, Mm -hmm. you're a little bit more ignorant to potentially, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying if you don't listen to true crime podcasts or anything like that, you're ignorant and you, you know, you're an awful human being. You're probably a lot happier. (laughs) My friend had a better life. (laughs) My my friend was, like, obsessed with The Walking Dead. She's like, I can't watch it anymore. I was like, why? She's like, way too much negativity. (laughs) She just stopped watching it. And I was like, what? Like, how? But she's like, there's just too many bad things in my life. I'm done. And she just quit. So I get it. Quick culture. I get it if you don't listen to it. I kind of surprise people like you and I listen to it because we already deal with so much bad shit in a day. (laughs) I find when it comes to like social work or mental health or even like hospital positions. Yeah, you too. Because you see a lot of shit. All the time. But I find that I can listen to like 10 hours of people getting like brutally murdered and be okay. (laughs) But I can't like 
an eight-hour day at work puts me over. I know. It's very it's interesting. It's, it is very interesting. It's very weird. We actually were watching one the other day. What was that? The American Murderer? Oh. That was the first one ever Jeff was like, turn this shit off. I can't watch it anymore. Really? Yeah. He Yeah. Yeah, it was like, it's a graphic. Did you watch that one? Yeah, I think I watched it was on yet. Netflix. Oh, that's the one with the dead people's yeah. family, right? Yeah. Chris yeah, Watts. It's, it's rough. Yeah, yeah, that's him. Fuck him. Yeah, it yeah, is. We hate him. <laughs> we don't. We hate you. You're not getting out of jail. Yeah. He's trying to. Kick rocks. Anyways. <laughs> so, if you're like any of us and you want to maybe, I don't know, dabble in spirit photography, we're going to give you some tips. Just, just a little, you know, tidbits. I know, think about it. So, how, how does one person take the perfect ghost photo? So, Gabriel Biderman, I apologize if I butchered your last name, happens to me all the time, but um, on the P&H photo video YouTube channel provides the following tips for creating a spooky photo. So, Gabrielle recommended using any camera that can be used in a manual mode, mm-hmm. lens that can also have manual focus or that could be switched into a manual mm-hmm. focus, um, tripod, because... Yep. Shit could get wild. Yeah. And you, you need something to kind of hold it together. Mm-hmm. Uh, some optional items include a cable release and a neutral density filter. Okay. Do you use any of those? Uh, neutral density sounds familiar, and I feel like that's just a really fancy word for something. Probably. That I can't think of right now. Probably. I didn't look, it up. I didn't look up the unfancy density. Yeah, no. I, I've heard of it. <laughs> Um, when you are setting up your equipment, you want to make sure that you're aware of your environment, including light exposure, background items, and set up your camera to, to like reflect that. So for example, if you are in a graveyard midday, you want to obviously take a note every kind of point that the sun is like for sure. anything that the sun is hitting. Like if there's mm-hmm. a fountain mm-hmm. or I don't know, sometimes people put like near jewelry yeah, shit sure, yeah, on, yeah, you know, shiny, gra- shiny, shiny, shiny shit on gravestones, right? To each their own. But, you know, you want to make sure that if you're taking your photos in that area, you want to try to either deflect or even maybe try and use that to your advantage. Right. So to create a ghost using a real-life human, you have to have your model move within a 10-second shot. Usually under 10 seconds seems to be key. So that's that shutter speed. Yes. Yeah. Um, And obviously when it comes to actual spear photography, so if you are hunting actual ghosts. Oh my gosh, go to the farmhouse. Go go to the farmhouse that Emily grew up I'll in. I'll tell you either, where it is. Either or. DM me. <laughs> I'll give you the address. It's fine. Um, I'm going to kind of take a little hint from, I think it's Supernatural Caught on Camera, which is a really good show. It's always on Teeny on Friday nights. It's really Excellent. good. It's really do you good. just watch the shit when you guys go to sleep? I do, yeah. I don't love for it. I, no, I, I no. Yeah, I'd be too scared. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I do enjoy the good spooky movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, but essentially their recommendation is always, you know, if you see something and it looks really fucking weird, take a picture of it. It's true. Because honestly, like, who who's to say? Maybe you cap- captured a, ca- a photo of some weird species that we are not aware of yet. Or yeah. like, maybe you caught a photo of Bigfoot. We don't fucking know. Just... Just take the another photo. another thing that I just thought of too. Okay, like I feel like people are like anyone who's like listening that knows me is gonna be like, why have you never told us this before? Um, <laughs> Jeff's gonna be like, what are you? Get out, leave. <laughs> Who is this woman? You're, you're possessed. Get out. <laughs> um, when we lived in this other house, <laughs> it was not a farmhouse. Yeah. Um, it wasn't a farmhouse. It wasn't a farmhouse. Okay. Uh, the fire, like, made a face on the glass. Of the fireplace. 
Oh. We took a photo of that. I should I should send you a photo of it. We have it. If you want to send it to us, yeah, we'll, for sure. we'll upload it with the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Spooky. Yeah. My mom's like, I swear that's my sister. I'm like, no. <laughs> I swear that's Probably my not. sister. Like, it looks nothing like your sister. It looks terrifying. Her eyebrows don't And she's beautiful. This <laughs> <laughs> is not her. The cheekbone insult. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But I think it goes back to like that. People will see what they want to see, right? Well, like just so desperate. Perception, right? Absolutely. And even, even, especially if you're grieving too, like you're yes. gonna find more things because your brain is going to want to try and find a connection to something. And I don't know if you learned about that in school, but our brain, like our brains, are actually programmed to see human faces. Yeah. Like in dots on the bathroom floor, oh, and yeah. like that kind of stuff, like in patterns on the wall. Like we're programmed to see human faces. Literally in our upstairs bathroom. So you're probably gonna see the picture and be like, "What?" That's just not <laughs> no, literally anytime <laughs> in the bathroom, that's probably the bathroom. Yeah. Because yeah. chilling. If you look on the floor, if it's speckled, or you look on like yeah. the curtain, yeah. speckled, you're like, "Oh, I see something." Yeah, I see a face. Literally, yeah. there in our upstairs bathroom, we have like this weird design for our what's that? I don't know. The thing you put on the walls. I'm so lost at words right now. But anyways, the design with it, like the backwash, I don't know. Anyways. Backsplash? Backsplash. Literally looks like a dragon. So every time I take a shower, I'm like, there's a dragon. Like, you know what I mean? It's evolution. It's evolution. Evolution is programming our brains to see that shit. (laughs) And I wish I had more evolution in terms of my resources, because my first one is Wikipedia. (laughs) As per usual. And I always, I always find That's it funny. That's usual. <laughs> Literally every, every episode, I'm like, and my first resource is Wikipedia. <laughs> and I, I've seen a couple, like, sometimes I go on, like, Apple Podcasts, and I'll read, like, reviews of other podcasts, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh my god, it's like a copy and paste of Wikipedia. I try so hard not to use word for word, but I, Wikipedia, Wikipedia's the online dictionary. Mm-hmm. It's got the best stuff on it's there. It's got the best stuff. Might not be mm-hmm. accurate, and someone maybe edited it, but... But you know what? <laughs> it's fine. It's what it is. Yeah. Uh, the next resource I used was the intri- Intriguing History of Ghost Photography by Howard Timberlake for BBC. And finally, the YouTube video, How to Take Ghost Photos, mm. Creepy Photography Tips with Gabriel Biderman. Love that. Ooh. Yeah. So that's it. That's all I got. Well... Great. <laughs> Emily, do you want to tell our listeners where they can find your social media for, for your sh- photography? Because I sure. really think you have... plug yourself in there. Yeah. Yeah. Selfish plug. Yeah. Um, so you can find me on Instagram. That's my most common platform. And it's E. McCracken Photography. Uh, McCracken is M C C R A C K E N. And then my website's just www.emilymccracken.ca. Perfect. Well, thank you for having me. Anytime. I love drinking wine and talking about <laughs> scary shit. We'll have to have you on again and we'll have maybe like personal ghost stories because I feel like oh that'd be good. Oh my god. Cool. You I have a few, like I feel like. I told a few. You guys have little chests of all these goodies coming out. I know. <laughs> like, I didn't even plan on, but they kind of just, yeah. It, it happens. It happens. Just when you're talking spooky flow. shit, it just... My mom's gonna listen to this and be like, I can't believe you told... She's pretty good at... Like, my mom's like kind of like... She always like calls herself like a witch. I love that. I know, she's a little, she's like the very into crystals and shit. I love- She'll be amped when she hears this episode. Mom, love your, you and your candles and your fucking crystals. It's amazing. <laughs> spooky little bitch. She's love it. She's so spooky. Love it. <laughs> Christy, do you want to tell these fine listeners where they could find us? Yes, as per usual, you guys can find us on our many platforms. We are on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, love a review, less than five stars. Five stars would be cool. I gave you guys one. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Good Pods, and on Buy Me a Copy if you want to monetize your love for us. Uh, you can send us an email, any suggestions, any story requests, Weird Distractions Podcast at Outlook.com. 
tweet at us on Twitter at We're Distract I1 and hit us up on our Insta page at We're Distractions Bond. And as always, we thank you so much for listening, for tuning in, supporting, and just being weird and needing a distraction. Love that. That's all we need in 2020 and going forward. So who knows what 2021 is going to be like? It will be. It, there is no way. We're going to. In hell. We're going to make it happen. I'm hopefully getting married this year. Well, we hope so too. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Any spirits that follow me, apparently, please. Yeah. <laughs> Any ghosts that are following me, please make it happen. Please make it happen. <laughs> if you need a distraction, we got you. Bye. 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 <laughs> That's dope. I'm Serena. On our new podcast, Little Crimes on the Prairie, we're keeping it fresh with a variety of guests as we talk true crime, Midwest style. We can't wait to fill your ear holes with stories about the place we call home and a bunch we don't because we occasionally take a trip and talk about cases from other places. Hold on to your hot dish because the stories we have lined up are some of the cases that I've followed for years and cases that inspired me to start this podcast. Our Little Crimes on the Prairie original tells you a story you can't hear anywhere else. And we have more where that came from. UFO sighting, dance with the devil, near death experience. I want to hear about it for our Little Prairie Tales episode. So get weird, get creative, and send in your stories. Check out Little Crimes on the Prairie on Facebook and Twitter. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. And make sure to subscribe.